My name is Mackenzie. And my name's Madison. And welcome to Spooktacular Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect <laughs> intro. Hey, everyone. We actually Hello. are coming back to you within a week. Yeah, we did it. Which is crazy. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Yay. Boy, I don't want to get copyright on that. But yeah, yeah I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you all can sing in the rest in your head. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, hopefully today I uh, I had gotten some feedback that the last episode we did, I was quieter, which I thought I was too. So thanks to my friend. I'm not going to say her name unless she says she's okay with it. Um, I'm trying a different method. So third time's a charm, right? So mm-hmm. hopefully that works out today. Um, I am only going to be doing a story today. So... Yeah. Maddie got a little busy with some things, which is fine because that happens. That's why we both come on here because that's probably going to happen in the future with me. So um, I'm going to talk about something a little different today. It's a little little different. I don't even Um, know what it is either. I've been trying to – I haven't, like, Googled anything, but I'm like, I wonder what she's going to talk about. Yeah. So the first episode I did, The Adam's House, which would be more like – hauntings and history like that haunted place and then episode two I did more of true crime so then I was Mm -hmm. trying to figure out like "Ah, what do I want to do that's a little different because obviously spooktacular sisters covers everything spooky and unusual yes and so I thought oh okay cool I'm gonna look up cryptids oh we have some so, well, what started it was I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get out of South Dakota because I was like, eh. okay. And I was like looking in the Midwest, right? And there's quite a few, which mm. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And um, I went to look for it. And um, just for everybody, if they don't know what a cryptid is, because I, I didn't for a long time until I was actually listening to Morbid and they brought mm-hmm. up cryptids. And I was like, what's that? So, which a lot of people know what it is. They just didn't know that's what it was called. Right. Um, but according to Merriam-Webster.com, their definition of a cryptid is an animal such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. So that being said, I was trying to find a cryptid to cover and I was looking at the Midwest, like I said, and I promise I'm not only going to do South Dakota and the Midwest, <laughs> but there are so many cryptids that I like, I couldn't focus on the search. And I was just kind of looking like, I thought, Oh, let's just focus in the Midwest. That's easier, easier. Otherwise it would be crazy with the amount. And I just was looking for something that would catch my eye. And I was surprised to see that South Dakota does have a cryptid. What? Yeah. And so I was like, well, now I got to cover that because I I had no idea. I could see how, like, the Midwest or around here we do. Because there's, like, we have no people. Like, our population is so low. Yes. So, like, they could easily, I don't I don't want to say get away with being, exi- like, existing. <laughs> they could easily <laughs> you know exist because I mean? there's nobody here. Yes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Maddie, I have a very important hmm. question for you. Our dad does not believe in the supernatural world (laughs) and would definitely be considered a skeptic. (laughs) But what is one thing that dad believes exists? Okay. Well, that's a loaded question. Okay. (laughs) He, Bigfoot. Yes, you got it. Nailed it. But okay. I remember when 
you were talking to him about galaxies and galaxies were not the only galaxy, you know, whatever. And it just like blew his mind. He's like, well, there's something in the woods because our dad grew up in Idaho Mm -hmm. and his great uncle or his uncle or someone saw this big footprint and he claims it's Bigfoot. And I asked my dad like a few months ago because I wanted him Mm. to retell the story. And I said, well, he told me it or whatever, just that they saw this Bigfoot print and that was it and then i said well do you believe in bigfoot bigfoot well no (laughs) are you kidding me yeah so i thought he believed in bigfoot but now he says he doesn't so i'll wait another month and i'll ask him (laughs) and we'll see what we get (laughs) i want mom to mom listens to us i hope she plays this part for dad because i'd be interested what he says to her after listening to this oh my gosh just sit there and shake his head grinning that's what he'll do Yes, yeah, and then just say that there's ten thousand comedians out of work, but two of them are in his family. Yeah. Well, I was going off of that he believed it because you're right. I mentioned I don't know what we were talking about. Our dad does not believe in ghosts. He he's like a skeptic, like I said, and very much that type of person that you got to see it to believe it kind of guy. Which there's a lot of people out there like that, and I don't know why, but we were talking about like Maddie said aliens is what it was and he was very much against aliens and I was just like well I have a hard time believing that we are the only thing that exists in the galaxy because it's huge Mm -hmm. and I just had said like I don't believe like little gray things and all that but I just said there's no way that we are the only existence and like we're not doing such a hot job at earth anyway no No. so we were discussing that and he was kind of like he didn't disagree anymore, but didn't, I think he kind of took into consideration, but then I had brought up the Loch Ness monster and he was like, that was ridiculous. And (laughs) I just had mentioned like the ocean is huge and kind of freaky. Like there's so much in it and like so deep you can't like, there's so much there. And then that's when he mentioned the Idaho woods because you know, dad, and that's when he brought up Bigfoot and he was like, I believe he lives in those woods. And I just was like, you don't believe in aliens or the Loch Ness monster. But Bigfoot? But okay. Yep. So that was kind of where that went. So we'll have to see, like Maddie said, in a month <laughs> what he says. <laughs> but yes, Bigfoot is what I was talking about. Um, okay. But I'm not going to be talking about Bigfoot specifically, but maybe you would call it his, his, he, his she, grand, I'm not sure. His granddaughter? His, Midwest, his Midwestern cousin. Oh, okay. Going cousin, um, okay. Yeah. And it's referred to as Taku He. So T A K U dash H E Taku. Now, is it something? Is this more like Native American related? Yes. Okay. I was like, I have a feeling this is where we're going, mm-hmm, and I love this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So yeah, I was gonna say, have you heard of it at all? Because no. I had not. Okay. So I had no idea. So um, what or who? is Takuhi. Takuhi is a big, Bigfoot-like creature that roams the plains and the woods ha, of South Dakota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I say ha because we don't, like, I had changed it to woods because before they had said forests. Oh, we don't And I'm that. like, we don't really, like, we have woods and stuff, but what people would consider forests is no. not what we have. No. So, so plains and woods of South Dakota. And it's said to be near um, the Sichi Hollow State Park. So that's over by Sisseton. 
Um, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And it's a place that a lot of people like to go. I want to go. I've never been. Um, there's a lot of hiking there. It's very pretty in the fall with the changing mm-hmm. of leaves like any places. But oh, okay. it's really, there's a lot of trails and there's a lot of history there. Um, hmm. Now, on top of just Takuhi being, um, you know, a Bigfoot-like creature, it is also said that he wears a stovepipe hat and a Coke. Coat. A Coke. She's Louise. A, a coat. coat. <laughs> and he drinks a Coke okay, while he walks. <laughs> He's just <laughs> sipping it. Um, and if you're wondering what a stovepipe hat is, it's the hat that Abraham Lincoln wore. So a tall hat. So a top, tall top hat? Yeah. So I want okay. you to picture that. A Bigfoot-like creature wearing a... <laughs> coat possibly sipping a coke you, you know, know and wearing a stovepipe hat there was a um oh a netflix movie that kind of looked like that i can't remember what it's called that but he creature? had a top hat yeah he had a top hat and was like hairy looking scary looking with sharp teeth well actually there is a movie based on takuhi it's What's on it rotten tomatoes it's called takuhi oh Yep. Right. right. That's what it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I'm, I was going to say, I can't, of course, now I I can't find it. I'll have to Mm -hmm. see as I go the year that it was made. I, in the 2000s, like, um, I want to say 2016, but I will find out for sure. Um, Yeah. So when I'm going to click back to where I was, sorry. Um, Yeah. So he wears a stovepipe hat coat and the name takuhi comes from the lakota language mm-hmm. um now if you're not familiar with south dakota like other places too we have quite a few native american tribes and one of the tribes is lakota because yep. we have nakota dakota mm-hmm. lakota mm-hmm. the sioux tribe there's many many tribes but this is lakota um i first saw that takuhi meant big man in the lakota language okay um, but then I read an Argus Leader article, which is um, the Sioux Falls, South Dakota newspaper, mm-hmm. and that it had said day or D, like D-E, Takuhi, mm-hmm. or it also said Le Takuhi, or Lee, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, in the Lakota language. And they said in that article that meant, what is this? So I was like, okay, okay. that's totally different from big man to what is this? So, But I could I did- see both sides. Yeah. So I did a little bit more research and I found like a Lakota translator online. Okay. And Taku means the word what. So, okay. which would make sense. So it's, I did see that Taku, he meant what is mm-hmm. this? And I saw that several more times. So I would assume that's the more correct translation rather than right. big man. But I do not speak Lakota. I do not claim to. No. <laughs> because I use a translator. But if anybody does speak Lakota or knows someone that does and wants to ask them, that'd be great. Because if you could let us know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Hit um, me up. Yeah. I want to learn it. I, <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> I um, do <laughs> but Annie Hoosel back to Takuhi um, Takuhi is described as being similar looking to Bigfoot or Sasquatch um, it's described to be taller than an average person ranging between 7 to 9 feet um, yeah. strong muscular body that would be covered in like dark brown or black hair or fur um, has a large head, flat face, small ears. Um, it's also said to have glowing red or yellow eyes that can be seen at night. Yeah, don't like that. Yeah. And long arms that can really 
relate. What is going on with me today? Reach <laughs> below its knees along with its big hands and claws. So I, it took me a minute. For some reason, I was like long arms that can reach below its knees. That's but then I was arms. like, oh, as it's standing, its arms yes. can reach. Yes. And like but a, it all, yeah. Like what? a gorilla. Yes. Yes. Kinda. But it has shorter legs and then big feet with five toes on each foot. So, so is his torso what makes him tall if he got short legs? I would assume it didn't say anything about that, but he, I would assume bigger, taller torso with long arms. But if he's seven to nine feet and his legs are short, he's not a proportionate Bigfoot. No, I don't. I don't know if he's concerned about that. But yeah, you're right. There's not any <laughs> probably proportion. not. I'm just imagining like short, stubby legs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll post pictures too because there's like a picture of what they've like drawn of him, which is very much what I would, you know, what we've seen of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also little <clears throat> cartoony pictures of him wearing his little coat and hat, which is cute, little cute cryptid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll post pictures of that too. Um. So you can kind of picture it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so pretty much what you would think of Bigfoot. Um, uh, according to the Argus Leader article that was written by Eric Renshaw, apparently mm-hmm. South Dakota has had a few Bigfoot sightings. Um, I must live under a rock because Me I had too. never heard any mention of Bigfoot. Okay. Nope. So I was going to ask you. There was also apparently mentions that there's also uh, – and I don't know if I say it later. I thought I had it right there. Um, apparently, there's also quite a few UFO sightings in South yes, Dakota. I knew that okay. one. That I did not either. I live under yep. a rock. So I'm like, well, that's interesting to maybe take a look at too at some point. Well, my one friend's um, parents used to see them all the time. I'm not going to say who, but remember I said... <laughs> yeah. She's Whatever. like, how do I code this so I don't <laughs> say the name? whatever but yeah they used to say they would see um uh by florence south dakota her mom said like she Hmm. would see weird things in the sky at night and just felt weird driving through there at night well that would make sense too if you just think of like you mentioned earlier with the state being very empty um yes like we don't have as much uh lights going into the sky so you can Mm -hmm. really see the night sky because we don't have that affecting mm-hmm. it and everything. So that's probably part of it too, just because yeah. it's quieter over here in that sense of population. But well, and the aliens are probably like, yeah, there's not a lot of people here. So we can like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just pop on by. There's some crops. We can make some circles in and yeah. maybe usually spin can get by, by, grab a cow. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> just beam them up. Could you imagine just seeing a cow? Floating into a spacecraft. I can honestly say, if um, I was anywhere near any of that happening, I think I would literally think I would be going insane if I just yeah, saw a cow you'd floating probably in the like sky. Check yourself in somewhere and just be <laughs> safe. Yeah, I saw a cow in the sky. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Okay. Um, I did want a quick mention. That what are some things that have been noted as Takuhi's like behavior and feeding habits in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a little trigger warning for some animal death, but I'm not going to go into depth about it. Um, if you don't want to hear about it, maybe skip ahead like 30, 45 seconds. 
Um, so Takuhi is believed to be an omnivore, which is when you eat yeah. both plants and meat, um, and said to eat plants, nuts, fruits, berries, but also eats deer, sheep, horses, cattle, dogs, cats, and even humans, apparently. Oh, um, no. I did not see anything more about the human death, and okay. I was like, wow, that's just thrown on in there, but okay. Um, <laughs> it's also been mentioned that it would mutilate its prey by removing the reproductive organs and draining the blood. Um, that was kind of oh. why I had that trigger warning there. Um, some believe that it's its way of marking its territory. I and say, why would it do that? But that yeah, and was... I, I mean, mm. I didn't see any more specifics on that. Not that I wanted to see more on that, but it was just that there were sightings of this. So, like, some farmers would notice their cattle in that manner the next day. And okay. then that's kind of how it was like, oh, did Takuhi come to their farm in the, in the night? Because it's yeah. talked about that um, it's nocturnal, which would make sense. Right. Um, so as far as its, like, behavior, personality maybe more so, it's very intelligent. Um, they, these, you know, people that have researched him, say it can mimic human voices. I don't uh-huh. like that. Uh-uh. And sounds <laughs> like crying laughing whistling or calling names um which would be super freaky if you're out and you heard your name called yeah yeah no thank you I think I don't know I can't think of an instance but I'm like just picturing like oh if you're out with your friends and maybe you were separated from them and you heard your name called and it wasn't them that's (laughs) what my brain thought I was like that's creepy Mm -hmm. now granted it's more nocturnal so maybe if you're not hiking at night like why would you be maybe you're okay yeah. And don't separate. Yeah. Don't you don't you don't <laughs> ever group. leave the group. Ever. Like Mm-mm. I don't know I know in Scooby Doo they always separate to find clues, but if you know anything, Shaggy and Scooby always find the monster. So And they're always just being dorks. So don't and yeah. then they find it. So don't don't split up. And then, you know, in real life, you're not going to get that killer soundtrack of running in between room to room while the (laughs) monster's chasing you. So, don't do it. (laughs) Just saying. Um, (laughs) It's it's also said that it could use rocks, sticks, or metal pieces as tools, um, like, in its environment and everything. And that it can sense when humans and animals are around by using their sense of smell and sound, which yeah. makes sense because animals do the same thing with other animals and humans. Um, and this would also, if we want to go into that realm of it existing, it makes sense because that's how it would probably evade human contact and all mm-hmm. of like us in general. So yeah. Um, as far as the sources I have, there are some different areas of sightings of Takuhi. Uh, one place is the Sichi Hollow State Park. Um, now, I've always heard it pronounced Sichi Hollow. Mm-hmm. But when you look it up how to pronounce it on Google, it says Sika Hollow because it is oh. spelled S-I-C-A. But I oh. think that's more of the phonetic sounding. However, mm-hmm. if you look up state park information and you're reading about um, the state park, it has the like um, phonetic pronunciation and parentheses and it says it's pronounced shicha okay which i would assume yeah and i go into here more but um i'm gonna try to use that pronunciation because if it's on the state park information i would assume that's going to be the correct one i don't know if sikshi kind of just came off of shicha like you know kind of just from there (laughs) so 
moving forward, I'm going to, I'm going to try my best with that. Um, but she yeah, if anybody it. knows for sure, let me know because I found it interesting that I always heard Sichi hollow and it's Shicha. So Shicha. Shicha. Yeah. Now I see, I'm like questioning it. I'm like, is it, uh-huh. where am I? Shicha. Yep. I was like, I have the, it, the link pulled up so I could make sure to go back if I felt the need. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Shicha Hollow State Park is located near Sisseton, South Dakota. And in the 1970s is where there were sightings of Takuhi there. And in general, too, the 70s is where most of the sightings happened. Shicha means evil or bad in, oh. I believe, the Dakota Sioux language, which is another Native American tribe in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, it's listed saying that it means that on the site I was looking at for the state park, but it doesn't specifically say that it's the Dakota Sioux word for, right. you know, um, the reason I think that though is because the Dakota Sioux, this was their tribe's hunting grounds were in the area of this Shicha hollow state park. So that's okay. where I was assuming that that's where that came from. Yeah. If anyone knows, let me know. Um, I'm not going to go too far into Shicha Hollow because I may want to cover the park itself in the future because it does have a lot of interesting history and supernatural background to it. Yeah. Um, there, yeah, and there's also a mention there, too, <clears throat> that they believe that it, it was – they named it Shicha Hollow because uh, – there was numerous Sioux legends. They recalled mysterious things happening there. And mm-hmm. the local Dakota believe it's because there was red tinted water that gushed out of the springs in Shicha oh. Hollow. Um, it's actually a result more likely because of minerals in the water. Mm-hmm. But they thought that there was more to it with spirits and everything like that. And that's kind of how more of that came to be around there. So, right. um, like I said, I'm not going to go too far into it because I... I think it'd be cool to kind of just cover the park itself because there's just a lot more there than I thought there was. Um, but there, there was just mentions of sightings of Takuhi living there or mm-hmm. possibly living there. Um, but there's also been sightings of Takuhi in McLaughlin and Little Eagle area. And McLaughlin is less than 10 miles south of the North Dakota border. And then Little Eagle oh. is just 10 miles south of McLaughlin. So pretty much okay. all in that close that area yeah yeah um and so i do have some accounts and sightings on takuhi these sightings were noted in that argus leader article by eric renshaw um the sightings started late august of 1977 so again that 70s timeline Mm -hmm. there was so much buzz going on about them and the sightings that they actually sent reporters there to see what they could find themselves and go investigate the sightings, which I thought was kind of cool. So now I'm going to go into the sightings of what was listed in that Argus Leader article. So now before I start mentioning names, if people do not know um, any, like, I don't know anything about Native American tribes and everything, you're going to hear names that are a little bit different because that's just, I'm not going to go... Yeah, I do too. I'm not going to go into depth about it because I don't know a lot. But if you're confused as to why their names are that way, that's that's just how they were named with their tribe and everything too. And, um, yeah. If anybody knows more about that, please let me know as well. Like, I don't know how they name people the way they're named too. Um, I don't know either. I think there's a specific reasoning behind it and everything oh, I'm sure. too. But it's yeah. really cool. So if you're yes. a little like, wait a second, that would be why. So... 
Craig Two Hearts. So for example, right there, that's mm-hmm. his name, Craig Two Hearts. He was 16 at the time. Um, he was doing work maintenance on his aunt's house near Little Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't say time of day or anything, but he he's doing work and he sees a creature come from the trees near the river, which was like less than a mile away, like a quarter mile. Okay. And he said it was a big creature with dark brown hair. It walked with its back hunched and its arms were swinging by its side. By the time he was able to like alert other people, the the beast or creature had disappeared and nobody believed him which well, of course not. doesn't surprise me at all yep especially however what especially back then yeah it was in the 70s yeah yeah um but people thought about his story later on because early september was when lamar bear ribs he encountered something similar so lamar bear ribs was walking home around 10 30 p.m Mm-hmm. And he saw what he describes as a, quote, big, hairy man. Yeah. And um, he he ran home, which would be a very logical thing to do. Yeah. Uh, after he ran home, Bear Ribs, um, Lamar Bear Ribs, he began to have seizures. And yeah. they thought it was in a, a reaction to the sighting. So yeah. there was a family friend there, um, Esther, yeah, Esther Thundershield. They rushed him to the nearest, like, health center, clinic, hospital. Mm -hmm. And when they were getting the car out to, like, go, the headlights flashed over the beast that Lamar had described. And Esther Thundershield and Adele Antelope, who was also in the car with them, they both saw what Lamar had seen as well. They described a strong smell odor coming from where they saw the creature. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I was wondering if he was stinky. Yeah. And... I, I like I appreciate these accounts, but like there's nothing more to that where I'm like, did it run off? Where did it go? Yeah, did, you know, which I get. Like that's how it is. But I'm just like, tell yeah. me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the these sightings continued through September, and they discovered <clears throat> large footprints, and they made plaster casts from them. Which that's mm-hmm. a lot of what people have done with Bigfoot, Sasquatch sightings. They find the like what they believe are the footprints. They make plaster casts of them and everything. Um, there were reports that the creature or creatures were seen killing cattle, um, yeah. but the Bureau of Indian Affairs, they could find, like, no proof of that. Um, as the stories yeah. continued to pour in, people rushed to the area. They were hoping to catch a sight themselves. But uh, by late September, the Bigfoot-like creature, they had named it the McLaughlin Monster. McLaughlin Okay. Yep, because that's kind of the area where the sightings were. So they kind of just created that name, the McLaughlin Monster. Sure. So on September 29th, the Argus leader sent a reporter and a photographer to investigate Mm -hmm. the place that Bigfoot hunters or McLaughlin Monster hunters, Takuhi, whatever you want to call it, where they were going to and talking about the creature was the Little Eagle Trading Post. And that's a little grocery store that was run by Gary Alexander and um, his wife, Karen. The Alexander store was kind of the hotspot, nerve center, whatever you want to call it, for discussions on Takuhi, such as where to start looking and where to report. Like, if you found anything or discovered anything, you would go there to report it. That was kind of the mm-hmm. place to go talk about it. Um, even though many people flock to the area to find Takuhi, there's no photographic proof. And um, they only have the enormous footprints and the plaster casts that were made for the evidence. That's all they have. Mm. Uh, the reporters left the area and other sightings were shared uh, like 
with other locals, but nothing was published. So okay. more sightings and discussions were happening, but nothing <clears throat> more was published. The people of McLaughlin, the locals, they didn't adopt or like take in the name, the McLaughlin monster. Um, and they didn't start using that name. And there was no reports published of the creature wearing clothing, like the stovepipe hat oh, and the jacket yeah. where that's come from. So there, there was no reports of that. Um, now the clothing part of Takuhi, I guess, is maybe linked a little bit more to another name they refer to Takuhi, which is called walking Sam, which <laughs> goes a really different direction. And I don't know if it's kind of how like the clothing links to it, I don't know if there's two separate like legends and such because if this is more Native American legend, urban legend stuff, I don't know like where it's kind of coming and going. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I'm going to kind of talk more in the direction of walking Sam, which is more with the clothing part of this. Um, This interpretation of Takuhi, which is walking Sam, is more of a demon or specter type thing, spiritual type thing mm-hmm. um it said that he appears where there are teenagers at and he will like whisper lies to them in order to bring them to an early grave which is oh, yep. spooky um but he's supposedly dressed very like very well like like dapper like as a gentleman yeah. with a stovepipe hat and a long coat so that's kind of how that came about too um in some tales, like stories, he's said to be over 10 feet tall, which hmm. I don't know why. I have this thing with, like, people on stilts and stuff. Like, in this, hmm. like, again, I love spooky parades, but, like, I don't know what it is about, like, really tall things. Like, just, it's, like, freaks me out. It's, like, another level of creepy. I don't know why. <laughs> but, and then when I read this, because he's said to be over 10 feet tall, peering into second-story windows, I was like, oh, He sounds no. like Slenderman. Yeah, I'm not, and maybe that's what it is, because I don't know what age I was when I found out about the Slender Man, like, because yeah. that's what you would call creepy pasta. What yeah. is that? Like, it's internet, fake internet stuff. That freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, and maybe it's just the, like, no face and blah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but he's dressed, like, with a suit and a yes. top hat. Not just a top hat and a coat, but, and he's tall, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it made me think of. <laughs> yeah, so supposed to be 10 like over 10 feet tall he'll like peer into second story windows and like whole apartment buildings have like reported seeing him poking around their area so it wouldn't Uh just be like one person or whatever there was multiple and they they have no description of his face so that's just freaky but i guess in some like instances stories he's said to be like a regular normal looking older man but then Mm. other people say he has no face at all which yeah, I don't know what's yeah. creepier, to be quite honest. Um, sometimes he's not, like I said, not referred as Takuhi at all, that he's referred to as Walking Sam. But I, it's kind of hard to tell, like, is this a completely two separate entities or is it, like, kind of a mixture or, you know, it's yeah. not really easy to tell. Um, but it's it was said on one of my sources that, like, Native Americans that have seen him, they – they will tell you that they're different, but okay. experts on the legends and native lore will tell you it's most likely like a similar legend, but it's gone through changes and adapted to modern times. 
So just like anything, when they talk about legends that have been passed down by, you know, oral legends or whatever, they can change because people can add or take out information as it's been passed down. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not really sure there. Either way, I, I will be honest, I don't want to run into either of them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So is Walking Sam hairy or does he just look like... No, it sounds like he he's more of a, a really... Mm-hmm. unrealistically tall no-faced man that just is very slim and stares in your windows okay so now my question is because you said um the taku he mm-hmm. could mimic voices no oh, like, yeah. can he shapeshift you know kind of like anything's possible oh yes and i don't even want i didn't want to didn't even want to say it because like and I know a lot of Native Americans they won't even say that word because they believe wholeheartedly in them and mm-hmm. it's very scary for them um, yes. so that's what I'm wondering if maybe it is but maybe not I don't know I'm trying to think I'm I'm gonna take it from I'm I'm coining morbid right now because I heard them use the they use the word yeah. flesh pedestrian yeah yes <laughs> yes but I didn't know if I could say it so I just said the other word <laughs> yes but maddie is absolutely right maybe we'll just refer to it as an sw we could say that yeah, let's do um, but she's very much right that um a lot of the native americans and i'm not just saying like the native americans like but they truly believe in them to the point mm-hmm. where it is it's like you don't bring it up and it's part of their culture you don't yes. talk about it and I'm not trying to make light of it, but in a similar comparison as, like, if you watch Harry Potter, like, they didn't talk about oh, Voldemort. Like, that right. type of level you where it's... say his name. Yeah, yes. you, don't, you don't mention it and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it means it's, if it's, like, a calling card type, like, to, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Or if it's just something that it's, like, we don't talk about it because it's, it's bad. You don't refer to it at all. Yeah. So, it, I mean, very well could be. I didn't even think about that side of things, but, I mean... Mm-hmm that makes sense well when you said that he could like mimic voices and things like that that's where my mind went immediately because a yeah. lot of those sws do that they do they, like call out for help to like lure you in like the walking <laughs> it, sam or whatever yeah if you want to go down a path to freak you out check out sws that's all i'm yeah. gonna say because they, <laughs> they ooh, oh yeah. they're freaky they are freaky ah uh, yeah so Whatever Walking Sam is, there are many sightings and police reports of a tall man in a stovepipe hat, but there's also just as many sightings of more of, like, a beast-like figure in some of, like, rural areas. So, again, but in the 1980s, there were several officers that were called out several times to investigate a tall man outside of all different types of buildings. Um, and mm. one time they had went to the scene to find a whole family that was like kind of tucked themselves away in a fort made of like their couches or whatever furniture oh they had God. in their house. Yeah. Mm. And once they, they were calmed down and everything, they told the police that they had gone like outside to let their dogs through the front door, like, you know, mm-hmm. normal. And they had spotted an impossibly tall man in their yard standing beside one of their cars. And when I read that, I had this image and I was like, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I told uh-huh. you, I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Creepy. And I guess the witnesses said that the the creature, whatever, because I mean, if it's that tall, it's a creature. The mm-hmm. hips were like the hips of it 
were over the roof of the car. So trying to give you a comparison of like how tall and the dogs were like freaked out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a reaction of like to guard or anything. They were terrified. Um, And it was enough for the family to call the police and, you know, like make a fort to protect themselves. Like that's how scared they were. Like they got inside, they called the police and they like tucked themselves away in the house, which that sounds like they were very, very startled by what they saw. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then in 2007, there were like a lot of different sightings of a large man again, like that's in quotes that was causing like, I don't know, a scene, a ruckus near the town of Pine Ridge. Um, Mm -hmm. And police officers were called to the scene and they had saw footprints that were up to 13 inches in length and eight inches across. Ew. That's large. Big foot. That's a, that's a big foot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They even like caught a glimpse of a gleaming pair of eyes watching them from the tree line when they were responding to a call. Yeah. And then they often noted that they would smell a putrid musky like odor in the area that the sightings Mm -hmm. were at. So we're kind of hitting all the things again. We talked about the, like the glowing eyes and then the Mm -hmm. smell. Yeah. That know. was probably at, like the actual Takuhi or what, whoever. Right. Ate. But like you smelled. said, I mean, right before that, there was a large man. Now, I don't know if they mean like beast like creature or if they mean a tall person, but if yeah. they mean tall, maybe it did shift. shift. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. So, That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And all of this points to like a Bigfoot like creature type of thing, but, um, one thing that sticks out a little bit different than like your typical Bigfoot is that witnesses described that the creature they saw didn't have a face. And sometimes despite it's like really like beast like appearance, it was wearing a hat, specifically Mm -mm. a stovepipe hat. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't like the no face. I know that's just creepy, but yeah, that is what I have on uh, Takuhi or Walking Sam or what you want to call it. But I guess our interesting cryptid of South Dakota that I didn't know anything about. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. So I'm going to just list my references really quick. I'll put them in our notes or whatever on the episode. But I went to Merriam-Webster for that definition. I went to the Argus Leader, and the specific name of the article is Looking Back, South Dakota Town had has Bigfoot sightings, Mania in 1970, and Takuhi. And then NorthAmericanCryptids.com, specifically for Takuhi. And then there was another one where it's where we're like W-E-R-E, Weirwolfs, W-O-O-F, Wolfs, dot com, and it's monster stories on the Takuhi. And then I also wanted to mention legendsofamerica.com, talking about Shichahalo Park. Took me a minute there. And then what are you trying to say? What is she sounding out? That's the way to pronounce it. Yeah, because I wanted to say Sichi, because that's how I've heard it for so long. Shicha. Shicha. And then I also went on to the Game Fish and Parks for SouthDakota.gov and also looked at Shicha Hollow State Park on there, too. And this also mentioned that's the one where I saw the pronunciation. Um, Yeah. And then I was going to see if this worked itself out. Oh, jeepers. 
I thought that I could pull up. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Like, and then of course it was in 2017, apparently that it was done. I just pulled up IMDB here. Um, just because that's usually what I use a lot. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the, what, I don't know, the synopsis or what they say it's about is that while the movie is about while scouting locations for a new new film, a film company is put onto a path of death and destruction with the discovery of a massive footprint. Um, I don't know if it's one of those, like, Blair Witch type where it's like mm. a video camera. I mean, I could totally see that if they're like a film crew like going out to find things. That would be yeah. kind of like an interesting way to do it. Mm. But yeah, 2017, I I had never heard of it. Um yeah, so Takuhi is the name of it and it's T A K U dash H E. Um so that's the movie that has been mentioned as well. So mm. interesting. But yeah. I'll have to watch it because I know you won't watch it. I will not. So Maddie will give us a uh, <laughs> a review of it. Yeah. Now, I, I did my time of watching scary movies when I was in middle school and high school. I think that just traumatized you. I don't know. It for sure did. I mean, Maddie probably remembers. I remember a specific night, which was one of the first, <laughs> first scary movies I ever watched. So I'm sorry, everyone, but story time. Um, I, it was a weekend and it was Uh in the fall because it was warm enough outside, but cool and windy. Yeah. Um, and if you know anything about South Dakota, it is always windy. It's literally windy outside right now. Um, Mm -hmm. one of our most famous things we will always say, especially in the winter would be, it wouldn't be so bad outside if it wasn't for the wind. wind. (laughs) Cause it's just, oh, there's always a breeze of some sort. And then if it's not there's not a breeze it's like oh my gosh it's so hot outside because it's whatever deadly yeah yeah so I was with and our hometown um I was with my friends and like our hometown is tiny but the our my friends lived up on the hill and so one of my friend's mom drove us drove me home was dropping us off and everything and uh Got home and I was just really wigged out. And if I remember right, the movie it was was when a stranger called. No, missing call. Oh, it was that one. one. Missed call. It was like the possession one. No, it was the one where I can't think of the name of it, but it was the babysitter. She's babysitting the kids, and it was a remake of the original. But she keeps getting phone calls, and the call is coming from inside the house. And yeah, Yeah. it was just not scream, but it's. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really scary to me because I was at the age where I was babysitting and not that horror movies don't seem real at times, but that one just seemed to be like, like a really real life instance of it. Not just Uh like, oh, like the boogeyman, you know? And so I just was really rattled. And of course it was like dark outside because it was (laughs) night and it was super windy and it was just like the perfect spook. It was a perfect spooky night to watch scary movies. Uh And um, I get home and I'm wigged out and like I, my eyes are huge. I'm like (laughs) holding myself and I'm trying to get myself out of it. But if you know me at all, the way I get myself out of being scared is like, (laughs) like anything else talking so I had to talk about it so great big sister moment I come home and Maddie's like like what's wrong and I was like I watched a really scary movie and I just like word vomit the whole thing to her as she has big eyes and is listening and I'm just like saying it all 
And mm-hmm. I kid you not, as I'm like rambling off the terrors of this movie and traumatizing <laughs> her for the evening, our dad uh, used to smoke and he was out <laughs> in the front porch of the house. And we're, we like, my parents live in, like, they live in an older railroad style house. And so it's got characters. So some of the doors don't latch right and everything mm-hmm. like that. Right. So when our dad would go out to smoke, he wouldn't go outside. Um, like he would sometimes, but in the evening he'd sit, he had a chair right by a window and he had the open window. So the smoke would go outside. I'm just trying to picture this for you. So, um, like another room, a part of it, like it was like a front yeah. porch, like just, a, yeah, it's shut off. Front yeah. part, it's shut off from the house. So there's, you walk in one door, you're in the front porch and then you walk into another door and then you're in the house. Yes. And just to explain that he's not like smoking in the house, but like, yeah. yes, but no. And so the again old doors a huge gust of wind (laughs) just like shot through and it just hit the doors right and it whipped open the door like maddie said from the front porch area to into the house it shot it open and it hit like i think the uh, it wasn't the china i don't know it hit it wasn't the buffet table here we are like what was it one thing that (sighs) held the vhs tapes Oh yeah, whatever that can was like a big, cupboard, big cupboard. <laughs> yeah, a big wooden cupboard. So this wooden door whips open and hits that wooden cupboard. So like a really loud bang. It was mm-hmm. like somebody came through and shoved the door as hard as they could. That gust of wind yeah. came through, and then that gust of wind, you know, traveled to the house. And then we had our bedrooms upstairs, and there was this tiny little door that went to the upstairs. Well, that wind then slammed that door shut. <laughs> And I let out this blood curdling scream because I was, I am a jumpy person and I scream like that's just how I am. And then I usually swing, but (laughs) I, I jumped and I let out a scream and I don't know how I didn't wake mom up because I'm pretty sure she was sleeping. Where was mom? (laughs) She's probably sleeping. I let out this scream and Maddie's terrified because I'm just rattling off this movie. I scream bloody murder. And I kid you not, our dad walks in through that door that whipped open he heard me scream yeah the town heard me scream i'm not sugarcoating when i screamed (laughs) and he walks through the door does not say like like there could be several responses of like are you okay or why are you screaming (laughs) your mother is asleep you know like a rational thing no no nay nay he comes through and just goes whoo kind of windy night huh oh my (laughs) (laughs) And he shut the door and he walked to bed. He went to bed. (laughs) And I, that is what happened. We're just, we're just really describing our dad, but that is, that's what he did. There was another time that I got scared and I screamed and it was a completely unrelated thing that he was just kind of like pancakes are good, huh? Like it was so like, not even, yeah, yeah, kind of windy tonight, huh? Oh gosh. There was one night when I would sleep, <gasps> so I wouldn't sleep in my room because when I tell you, my mom and um, Kenzie watched spooky stuff all the time. I swore our we house did. was haunted, and it wasn't. Like there's no. no, and I would just freak myself out. I didn't want to be alone. So for the longest time, I slept either with Kenzie or in her room. And then mm-hmm. when she went to college, I slept on the couch in the living room. Yeah, with the TV, so you could have the yep. TV. And um that one door that doesn't latch all the way <laughs> i tell you what 
Surprises not the death of us. He was out smoking because he still smoked at the time. And apparently, he doesn't anymore, everyone. Yeah. He's, he quit. That's why we keep referring to it that way. Apparently, okay, I kind of remember that I was in high school and um, in the small town we lived in, there was some like break ins in the garages and cars in the town. And mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. Dad comes in and we just had a little hook to, to like keep the door shut with the windiness because it wouldn't latch. Yes. Getting a new door, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> We just put a hook on it, and he comes in after smoking and goes, yeah, better hook this up with all the break-ins going on. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, what? And he goes, okay, good night. <laughs> he goes to bed. I love how he's just like, well, better do the Because when we say hooked it, it's a tiny, like, a little two-inch hook. hook. Yeah, it's like that goes into in the an wall. Eyelet. Yes, like purpose for a cupboard <laughs> which it worked it worked for the wind yeah. um but i love how like that was gonna stop them oh yeah you know and then scared the heck out of you like oh better hook this for the break-ins good night <laughs> <laughs> oh but does a murderer doesn't come and get you sleep well yeah because i just remember sitting there and like sinking into the couch and pulling <laughs> like, like what <laughs> and then he just goes to bed <laughs> uh. yep that sounds about right yeah, like, not that they would have, like, a butter knife to, like, flick the thing out or anything. Or the fact that there's a big window on it and they could break it and just come right in. Nope, they're going to go and push yeah. and be like, dang it, he hooked the door. <laughs> and they're going to leave. Albert's too smart for me. <laughs> Albert bested me this time. Did it again. <laughs> We love our dad. He's just, if you know our dad, he's a character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, after those two fun stories of, you know, Albert Moore, um, let's move on here to, <laughs> well, uh, oh, gosh. at the end of our podcast here. And I realized last time I, uh, we didn't mention our Instagram or anything. Oh, Not that it, like we have a ton in. of followers, but sorry, people. So just wanted to mention our Instagram. It's Spooktacular Sisters Podcast. Um, and then also our email is Spooktacular Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. So that's S P O O K T A C U L A R S I S T E R S P O D C A S T. Sorry for the long part of it. That's just kind of how it happened when we created it. Yeah. Um, feel free to send us an email. Uh, you can share your spooky stories, uh, like a story or a case that you'd like us to cover or something you'd like us to know about or just say hi. We'll say hi back. Hey. Um, and if you know any like cryptids or anything different about yeah. your state or South Dakota in particular or whatever, we're, we'd love to hear about it. And yeah. also, if you'd be so kind to, re- to, to mm-hmm. rate and review us. I don't know what's happening to me today. I can't talk. But uh, we should be on all podcast platforms or where you find your podcasts and everything. If you go to look for us for some reason and you can't find us, let us know. Because I thought I got everything sorted out with that. But I don't know. Um, Because then I'll fix it if not. 
because yeah. uh and the reason i'm asking you to rate and review us and if you could rate us five stars that'd be great yeah. um <laughs> we're 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 just a baby podcast just a baby just a baby podcast mm-hmm. and the rating and reviewing helps us kind of like get boosted like Boost computer us. algorithms and all of that so when you do that it, i think it helps just with putting like recommended things and we just get yeah. boosted more into the podcast platform so that would be great because yeah. the more not that we're trying to be super famous here or anything but like if you could move us along that'd be great for others to hear about us and everything too yeah so one last thing i wanted to do here is that i i'm um like when i do work and everything i'm a procrastinator hardcore and the podcast has kind of helped out with that a little bit but when i'm doing work of any kind sometimes i get it's weird i'll like get overwhelmed with what i'm doing to do it so then i'll look at other things to like take a break and then come back yeah, I and like that. one of the things i saw was just like this little like spooky fun fact so i just wanted to share it with you cuz i thought that was kind of cool um so I'm sure all of you are very aware that there's a lot of like phobias out there. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably a phobia for everything, I would assume. Um, but I didn't know if you knew that there's a phobia of Halloween. Oh, Ugh. okay. <laughs> I can see why, but I'm just like, I Maddie's that instantly mad. Yeah, she's uh, like, <laughs> I've been attacked. Yeah. <laughs> Could you hear the, ah, oh, I understand. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like immediately reacting negatively, negatively, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, okay, I can, I can. Yeah. <laughs> so the name of the fear of Halloween is Samhainophobia. Samhainophobia. Yeah, and if you look up Samhain, that's like the like Celtic celebrate Celtic Celtic. I don't know how people pronounce it. Mm-hmm. I always heard Celtic, but you know. Yeah. Um the celebration of like the end of harvest and everything. And that would happen around October 31st. So I think that's where that came from for the phobia. Um, but this phobia could be caused by the scary traditions of Halloween yeah. um, by a fear of being startled or surprised, which I was okay. like, okay. Or yeah. Specific fears of like ghost witches or zombies. Okay. I can get that. Yeah. So that's your spooky fun fact. Hmm. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, Maddie's like... (laughs) Like, whatever. (laughs) I loved her, like, thank you for that. She was like, thank you for that. Cut. (laughs) So, (laughs) I did not realize Maddie would be so... I didn't either, I guess. That That just triggered me for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Did not know it would trigger me that bad, but okay, here we are. It was like I said it was the Maddie-ophobia. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, see, I could understand that one a little bit more. (laughs) <laughs> she's like oh you have a fear of me that's legit but Halloween, yeah. get out get out of town <laughs> uh, all right everyone well um maddie do you have anything to share before we end it i did a lot of talking today no not really. no okay all right i just wanted to check before i like signed <laughs> off on this but thank you everyone for listening and we want you to remember to stay Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>